Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair, it satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played, golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very much and welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Good to be with you as always. A lot continuing to happen with uh, Live Golf and the PGA Tour. Rex Hoggard, GolfChannel.com will join us with the latest on that here in just a few moments. Also, America's favorite caddy will be stopping by to give us some insight and perspective that we always enjoy and look forward to every week here on Real Golf Radio. At Real Golf is a Twitter handle. Real Golf Radio is a website. You can search for us uh, where your favorite podcasts are found. You can find us on SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, and the like. And uh, we appreciate um, all the interaction and uh, feedback and uh, that we get. Hey, by the way, we begin the show with a tip of the cap hats off to our good friend Tony Finau for Giddy getting up. the dub last week. Win number three, thrice as nice for Big T. Uh, it was awesome to watch. Yeah, it was great to watch. It was great to see his family there, be able to walk off that 18th green and walk into the arms of his children and his wife and them being in the pictures with him after um, it was really, really cool to see him down the stretch and uh, make some birdies. Um, fortunately, I had a bogey on the last hole, but it didn't matter. He got it done and got the W. That's the one time a bogey on the last doesn't bother you when you had a bogey to give. Yeah, he had a bogey or a double bogey to give. That's right. So it doesn't yep. really matter. A win is a win nope. is a win in that scenario. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, unfortunate there, Scott Piercy. Wow, what a tough. That was hard to watch. Yeah, you it know, was. And that's... Again, this is real golf, right? And and when we talk, we 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 speak for all of us real golfers who are out there trying. Sometimes stuff happens. Golf is hard, and even the best in the world that are at the top of their game, like Scott Piercy was, at that particular time, all of a sudden it just left him. Unfortunately for him, fortunately for Tony, he gets the W. I mean, a seventy six on a Sunday is never going to work on the PGA Tour. Sixty seven no. was good enough for Big T, and he and he gets it done. So uh, again, congratulations, and then he gets off to a hot start. In uh, the this this week, 
uh, at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Shoots 64 in the first round. Had the uh, share of the first round lead. And then, you know, the second round hanging in there. So uh, we'll continue talking more about that. And you know what? With major championship season behind us, we recap the Open Championship. We're going to look back on all four of the majors, what we predicted and how it all turned out and what that can tell us about next year. That's as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. This is your captain speaking. You better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I noticed my passport was due to expire, so I went to Staples. I got a passport photo in 10 minutes, so we're good to go. Now at Staples, purchase a travel service and get 20% off the rest of your purchase. Get travel ready at Staples, your one-stop travel prep destination. Hey, let me tell you about another time at Staples. Save my caboose. That all started N731. In-store only. Excludes Instacart orders, certain products, services, and technology. See staplesconnect.com slash services slash travel for details. With our newest unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Here at Total Wine & More, you'll love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This bourbon has a smoky flavor that'll go great with your grilling. Nice! Wow, and look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium or air. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Love what you find, only at Total Wine & More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly, B21. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Now, back 
to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks again for joining us. This segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Jaws Raw Wedges. You can check them out at CallawayGolf.com. But you know what? They got pure spin and it's raw form. Jaws Raw brings raw scoring performance to your wedge game featuring the most aggressive grooves in golf, the raw face that promotes maximum spin. And for the first time ever, Callaway is bringing tungsten technology to a wedge for a weight balance club that offers both feel and control. Check out the new Jaws Raw from Callaway at CallawayGolf.com. Hey, Bob. Yeah. I pretty much can't go anywhere these days without somebody getting in the middle of a conversation and saying, oh, hey, what do you think of live? And... <laughs> I, I used to get, I used to react almost mm-hmm. immediately, and now I just sit back and I say, um, it's interesting, isn't it? What do you think? Because inevitably, what I found is that nobody wants to really know what I think. They want to ask me so that they can tell me what they think. What they think. Yes. There you go. And everybody is very opinionated on this. Yeah, turn it around, ask the question back to them, and let them go. And it's been interesting to see. I found that most people do not care about where the money coming from is coming from. Yeah, uh, most people feel their initial reaction is, "I like competition." For some reason, everybody seems to get behind this idea that it's great to compete against the corporate giant figure, which they see the PGA Tour as. Which I'm not yeah. sure that's rightly painted, but if that's how the average golf fan sees the PGA Tour, maybe they have an image problem. Mm. Because they tend to side with the players and say these guys ought to be able to play where they want, quit giving them a bad time. If this is better, then they're going to go there. And if it's if your product's not as good, then PGA Tour, you need to figure it out and do something to, to attract these players to come back to your tour. That seems to be the consensus, which I find to be pretty interesting. Yeah, it is pretty interesting, but the the thing about it is once they made the jump, um, there's a lot going to be a lot of hoops that they're going to have to jump through to get back to the PGA Tour. I thought it was interesting that um, the schedule was announced for the coming year in 2023 with 14 events and that they said that they were not scheduled against the majors or the marquee historical events on the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour because Greg Norman threw in there that he felt that these guys were going to be able to have an opportunity to play the events that they wanted to or the bigger events on those tours. Mm, Well, he's hedging that, or he wants to remain relevant by trying to compete opposite of the lower events on the PGA Mm -hmm. Tour. I think he's identifying, look, they call him the shark, right? Yeah. Is the shark going to go after the toughest meal or is he going to go after the easiest meal? easy that's right that's what predators do they want to take the you know if you watch a pack of wolves you ever watch those videos where they come up on a herd of buffalo or something they go after the small one the injured one the slow one right i mean that's let them out that's right and so that's the approach that he's taking there so that doesn't surprise me in the least uh what's interesting is that you were what you were telling me earlier is that as players are talking about world rankings and how can we maintain the world rankings to, regardless of what happens, we'll earn our way into these major championships or continue our world rankings so that we qualify, so we'll go play on the Asian tour. Well, mm-hmm. you start playing full schedule on the live, plus mixing in a few Asian events, and suddenly this whole idea of, hey, this schedule is going to be better for me doesn't really hold water, does it? 
No, it doesn't. And that's that's kind of the interesting thing. Um, it said uh, uh, the announcement came out with the tour schedule and it said Lib players are expected to compete in numerous international series tournaments on the Asian tour. Um, so not only do they have to, to play the 14, but they're expected to do that and play those international series tournaments on the Asian tour, which could provide them an avenue for the LIV members to receive world ranking points. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. World rankings are going to be key. How Augusta responds is going to be key because I think Augusta is going to be the one that sets the precedent for all the other major championships to follow suit. That would be my guess. That would be my guess. Uh, I guess it also comes down to, Bob, um, whether or not one feels that the PGA Tour... Mm-hmm. needs the players that have left to go play on the live tour. Right. Have the players that have defected that roster of so-called big names, is that a major detriment to the tour and its product? I think that's debatable, but what do you think? It is. It's debatable, especially with the average and uh, the average age of the players that are defecting, uh, what their world ranking is, what their FedEx Cup ranking is, those types of things all go into that as far as you're, they're not competing with the best players. And going forward, um, as compared to this year on the Live Tour, you've got guys moving in and out playing playing events and that kind of thing. Next year, those 48 players are going to be set in stone. And there's not going to be anybody moving in and out of those events. All 14 events are going to have the same 48 players. Mm. There's supposedly some sort of relegation that'll happen at some point in time, right? Where yeah, and a, you... tournament, a tournament at the end of the year that will allow, um, and they haven't announced how many spots or whatever, but it will allow some of those guys that are wanting to play like on the Asian tour and that kind of thing to be able to get into um, playing on the LV tour. Yeah, it's an interesting one too, Bob. And uh, as far as that goes, they're they're saying that Eamon Lynch came, which we of course know Eamon's stance. Uh, <laughs> he's very much against live yeah. and everything they stand for. But on Golf Channel on Golf Today with Damon Hack, he was talking about how it's just a smokescreen that they yeah. are trying to say, "Hey, look, we are we're relevant because there's a competition aspect to what we're doing here." through this relegation. But mm-hmm. in reality, the footnotes say that they have the op- option of not relegating players based on whether they're a captain or due to their contracts. Correct. So again, and it's not, they, they want to say, Hey, look, we're going to be merit based. We're going to be competitive based. We're going to be that type of thing. But then at the same point, they reserve the right to just keep those guys there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the team captains reserve the right of keeping their people on their teams. Um, the other interesting thing is this week, uh, the LIV tour is at Bedminster in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and Henrik Stenson, Paul Casey, Charles Howell III, and Jason Kokrak are making their debuts at this event. Also, it has been announced that Bubba Watson is heading there. Um, we talked last week about David Faraday going with the broadcast team. And Charles Barkley has decided... Um, and he's been courted by them, but he's decided to stay with TNT. Thank goodness. Yes. They were trying to wreck our NBA coverage, too. You know, and half the time I just soon watch that NBA on TNT as I would an NBA game, unless, of course, uh, relates to my own rooting interest in the Utah Jazz. But 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I found that to be kind of an interesting thing. And what a circus uh, it's been. By the way, I started off by saying, you know, people want to ask me the question, what do you think of live? And then they really want to just use that as an opportunity to tell me what they think. And so I've started listening. And I said that they don't, they, they, and they, they pretty much haven't had an issue with the money. In fact, they really come out very quickly and try to justify it by saying the U.S. invests in Saudi or the U.S. takes uh, their, their private investment fund and all these other companies, yada, yada. Well, listen, uh, I do think there's a differentiation between participating in or with a company that has world investors, worldwide economic investors that may or may not include the private investment fund of Saudi Arabia. I think there's mm-hmm. a difference between that and being a front man where you're essentially promoting uh, them and what they're doing. Second, I think right. that's the definition of sports washing. I think it's working because they're saying, Hey, look, everybody's involved here. They're, they're okay. Um, but the third thing that struck me is I watched the ESPN sports center feature mm-hmm. this week that they did on the families of the nine 11 victims and how they were there protesting outside New Jersey and how offensive it is that that event would even take place in the backyards uh, where these people once lived who were killed in the 9-11 attacks. Right. And as I watched their story, and I thought ESPN did a, a, a marvelous job with it, it, was, it, was, it brought back a lot of emotions from that 9-11 time, and it made me reconsider, and I think it should make everybody reconsider you know, what it is that they're doing, where that's coming from, and who they are supporting through this tour. So uh, if you're curious, if you're on the fence about it, maybe take look it up and watch the, the feature that they did there. It's an outside-the-lines feature they did within SportsCenter just a couple of days ago. Uh, it's, About five minutes long. Yeah, Jeremy Schapp uh, and, and company did a great job. Hey, listen, uh, when we come back, Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel is going to join us. We'll get his take on all of this. And then, like we said, uh, major championship season is behind us. The playoffs are right in front of us. We'll do a little recap, a little look forward as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. 
Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Pleased to be joined by our good friend and Golf Channel correspondent Rex Hogger joining us right now, senior writer as well for GolfChannel.com. Rex, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back on. Hey, by the way, before we get into all the details, how great was it to be at the 150th Open over there in St. Andrews? It's really a special week. I mean, I think anybody, any open at St. Andrews is going to be really cool, but I love the way they did this one. Being the 150th, I think Rory called it the Holy Grail earlier in the week. And usually guys have a tendency to exaggerate that situation. But once once you're there, once you're sort of in the city and you're walking the golf course and the history, everything comes back. It's, yeah, it's so special. And how about that finish by Cameron Smith, shooting 30 on the back nine and going out and winning that golf tournament? Yeah, I don't know how Rory tackled that in, in the afternoon. I'm sure there was a good amount of equipment, but I don't know what else Rory could have done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, again, you go back to the idea that here's an opportunity to win a major, and that's great, and you want to make the most of it. But five consecutive, consecutive birdies by Cameron Smith on the back nine, Sunday at a major, I don't know how you beat that. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Rex Hogger joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Well, it's cool. We were missing it out. We, we were there in 2005. It was a tremendous thing. Jack waved goodbye and all of that, but uh, it, it looked like a, looked like golf's ultimate party. I think Matt Janella last week described it as you kind of like the merchant PGA merchandise show where everywhere you turn, you bump into somebody from the industry. But it was set at the home of golf, so making it that much more special, which is uh, which is super cool. All right, so. We, we turn our attention now uh, back to the story that seems to continue to dominate or at least thread through golf throughout this year, and that's Liv, and you've been all over this thing from the beginning. Um, th- this week was particularly interesting, the PGA Tour announcing how the playoffs were going to ha- be handled and removing players that had moved to Liv or were under a suspension due to that move. They were going to slide out. Kinda, kind of explain how that is going to work. Well, they had to come up with a way, and what we landed on eventually, I think most people had thought this is the way it was going to work out, but it had to land on some sort of system that weeded those players out from whatever it is the FedEx Cup point system is right now and moving forward. And they came up with essentially the way you handle an amateur when they make the cut in the PGA Tour event. They still get to play the weekend. They're just not going to get paid. So when it comes to the purse distribution, they're kind of ignored. 
And that's kind of how this is going to work out. Those players are going to remain on the FedEx Cup points list, but now they've created a second list where they're going to get rotated off. And in the short term, that essentially means, as it stands right now, we still have two more events to play before the end of the regular season. Right now, there's eight guys inside that top 125 who have been suspended indefinitely by the PGA Tour. So everyone just moves up eight spots. I think the best example is Webb Simpson. is currently 125 on the FedEx Cup points list. On this new list, he's 117th, and it kind of goes across the board. Now, the reason they kind of had to do this, thinking a little bit more long-term, is the idea, and I've heard it from multiple sources, and I think we're all kind of waiting on the idea that some of these live players who have been suspended are probably going to challenge this legally and see if they can get some sort of stay or injunction that would allow them to play in the playoff. It would be very, very similar to what happened earlier this month when those players who wanted to play the Scottish Open did it in the British court, and they were granted that stay. They were able to compete in the Scottish Open. I'm sorry, the Scottish Open. Uh, and so it would be something similar to that. So in, in that eventuality, and if that happens, and that's a probably worst-case scenario for the tour, at least there is mechanisms in place right now that would allow them to play, but yet the list would still maintain that, okay, these are the players who have been suspended and are playing, and these are the ones who have not. Well, now, what about the compensation for those that um, that are bumped out, so to speak, uh, as compared to those that are playing and finish up in the FedEx Cup points? The way it's working right now, the compensation for anybody on – the FedEx Cup points list. And keep in mind, I mean, we're going to focus on 125 because that's the number you get into the playoffs. They actually pay out FedEx Cup bonuses all the way to 150 on the list. I think it's 85 grand if you finish between 126 and 150. So there are, there's going to be payments for more people than you would imagine. And I think Taylor Gooch is probably the best example. He's 20th right now on the FedEx Cup points list. He has been suspended by the PGA Tour. But what this does is it allows him that those points that he earned before he was suspended, before he played, and that first live event now counts towards whatever bonus he's going to earn this year. And legally, I don't know that the tour really had any other choice. So in the eventuality that, that I just described, where let's say there is some sort of stay, Taylor Gooch is able to compete, he's going to earn whatever bonus he's sort of compiled, let's say. However many points he's earned, that's the bonus he's going to get. So it's just sort of frozen at the point in time where he left the tour. But if it ends up that throughout the playoffs he ends at number 60, uh, he'll get paid as if he finished 60th. Is that right? Uh, well, he's 20th now. Right. So you would think that if you, let's say the, the next two weeks play out and they don't, they aren't allowed to play in, in the postseason, he, you would think he would drop. Yeah, I think you're right. Probably 50 or 60, somewhere around there based on the points he's earned. Yeah. And so he gets paid. And I think that to me in my mind, again, I'm not, I'm no attorney, but that sort of satisfies the legal idea of, Hey, I, I, I legitimately earned this spot, so I deserve yeah. this payout, but I just wasn't able to advance, much like if you got injured and you couldn't keep playing or, or whatever, right? You, you, that, that's still there for you, but you can't continue to advance or move up. So that's interesting. Rex Hogger, Golf Channel. All right, this week they're playing in, uh, in Bedminster, New Jersey. Trump was there. It was quite the scene. I, I don't know. I know Jaime Diaz is there for Golf Channel that's, that's kind of been covering that, but it, it felt a little bit like a circus. Barkley and, and Trump and, and all of the discussion. Discussions. And then, of course, Henrik Stenson facing his first press conference since uh, joining Liv and leaving his Ryder Cup captaincy. How would you kind of describe the, that whole scene? I think circus pretty much sums it up. And I think that's what they want. I'm not even saying that as a derogatory term here. I think they want a circus. They want a show. If you look at the first two events, they kind of want that kind of atmosphere. They don't want to create the normal PGA Tour event. They wanted to create something different. That's the whole idea behind that. And we knew that this one, because it's at Bedminster, and we knew that uh, former President Donald Trump was going to be there. And that, that was going to be even more 
attention. And I would imagine that when they play their, whatever their season finale is going to be later this year at Doral, it's another Trump course. It's going to be the exact same thing. Uh, you mentioned Stenson. I, I thought his press conference was, I mean, they're always interesting. It seems because there's so many questions and so many things that players don't or can't say in this particular case. I think there's so many things we don't know. We don't know what was in the contract between Henrik being a captain next year for the Ryder Cup and Ryder Cup Europe. And maybe there was a stipulation in there about joining live and not joining live. And maybe there wasn't. I, I guess where I get hung up, it feels almost obvious that Stinson used his status as the Ryder Cup captain to negotiate a, a better deal than what mm-hmm. he, he would have gotten otherwise from live. That bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I saw yeah. you wrote that in your Cutline article, too, on Golf Channel. That That is pretty interesting. I hadn't considered that fact. But when you see what Barkley did, sorry, Bob, and I know you were going to, maybe this no, is the question okay. you were going to ask. When you see Barkley, I guess he's decided to stay with TNT. I, the comment I made to Bob was, is that the same thing Phil was going and maybe the same thing that Henrik was looking at? It's, it's leverage. Could be. Could be. And I have nothing against, I mean, I can't stress this enough. Like, they're independent contractors, and you go do you. I learned a new phrase when I was in the U.K., month this month and it's it's fill your boots and in this particular case fill your boots like i i understand everyone has issues or things in their life they need to take care of that in henry's case i felt like he used something that was very very special and very very important to golf and the fabric that is golf to leverage and and i that's why i think i didn't feel all that great about that but yeah in this particular case sure i'm sure charles barkley is thinking about the opportunity of maybe i can get a better deal going forward if i sort of say no this time around i i I'm not very good at business, but I understand that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. What about what about um, Luke Donald as the rumored captain of now the the Ryder Cup team for next year? I, I think he was on the list all along, and I think he was a really good option on the list. I kind of talked to, to players in, in the past about what kind of vice captain he had been, and he had been a really meticulous vice captain. A lot like Padre Carrington, and we can say, well, Padre Carrington, you know, he was, he was the captain of the worst loss in European team history. I, I don't know what else he could have done. I always make this argument. I remember it goes all the way back to Tom Lehman at the K Club and he turned over every rock and stuff for the Blarney Stone. And there was nothing else he could have done. And in this particular case I'd say the same thing about Padre. I think Luke would have been or will be an unbelievable captain if those reports are true going forward because he was going to have his opportunity sooner rather than later. Hey, Rex, as we kind of get towards the playoffs, the major season is behind us. We just mentioned the 150th Open. When you look back on it, uh, where did you guys, where did you and Ryan stand on your way too early major predictions and how it actually played out as far as who won the majors? Well, the 950 words I wrote, I believe it was Wednesday probably, about Tiger Woods could contend, and I softened that actually. My immediate response to the New Jersey was, he will contend, and then I sort of back that off. Clearly, that didn't age well, and then I'll go ahead and own that right there. Um, I think I picked Rory to contend, and certainly he did. I didn't pick him to win, and he didn't, so I feel pretty good about that. I don't think either one of us had Cam Smith, so we can't brag on that particular front, but normally those are kind of hit and miss. I mean, very rarely. I, I think I did have the winner for JT at the PGA Championship, but that's, that's the most recent one I can remember. Yeah. How about, how about for the first time, 30 or guys that won the majors were under the age of 30. That one was pretty cool. And then I actually saw something, a breakdown. I was on Twitter a few days ago showing the total number under par for all the players who played all four majors, made the cut in all four majors. And it blew me away. And I believe I'm going to get this wrong. So I apologize. But it was like Rory at 29 under and then Will Zalatoris at 21 under. And those were one and two on the list, and three, four, the rest of everyone else on the list wasn't even close. It kind of shows you 
what a season those two actually had. And they didn't win a major. Yeah, that's golf, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so strange. I mean, they, they were more consistent in the events that mean the most to golf, and yet they walked away. And I don't know in Will's case, but certainly in Rory's case, he's probably disappointed. Yeah. Do you, I know this is this is a question that probably needs like an hour to answer, but where you sit right now, after all that we've seen um, and stuff that we can anticipate, where do you suppose all this falls out by the time this calendar year is over with this live, or is it anyone's guess? Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. Right now, 24-count Crayola crayons and Polly Pocket folders are just 50 cents each. And one-inch binders are only $1.99. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. Ends 827 in-store, only limit 30. Hi, Tom Bodette here, just back from the Bodette family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on. And great low rates, because, you know, teenagers eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on. For you. This report is brought to you by T-Mobile. Travel is back, but so is inflation. Travel demand from consumers and business professionals is up, but higher prices and volatile airline schedules present unique challenges for summer travel, not to mention the struggle of staying connected while traveling. T-Mobile is here to fix that. Introducing Coverage Beyond, free in-flight connection, free high-speed data worldwide and more. T-Mobile customers can now stream and stay connected in flight all flight long and right when they touch down abroad, too. T-Mobile believes your phone should just work wherever you go, even when you're outside the signal of its network. Right as travel prices are rising, T-Mobile continues to help customers get back out there and save money. T-Mobile customers now get a free year of AAA on us. And to help take the sting out of rising gas prices, its customers now get 25 cents off per gallon this summer through the week of Labor Day. Where can listeners go for more information? Visit tmobile.com slash travel. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our three-in-one garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for thinkers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. I think it'll probably be status quo. My guess is they'll continue to be a circle player that, that go over there. And, and I haven't seen a player that truly surprised me. I guess Henry surprised me a little bit because I felt like there was some sort of agreement, whether it was contractual or not, that being the Ryder Cup captain meant that he wasn't going to go to live. So there was a little bit of surprise there. But no one else who has made the jump yet because we've heard of all these players. And I think it'll continue at this pace. 
I, I'm curious to see more of how it emerges next year when we get to a full schedule. Mm. And we all know that the tipping point on this is going to be the world rank. And, and there'll be legal challenges and everything else that goes into it. But if there are no world ranking points, I don't know the sustainability, even with all the money and the resources they have. And they clearly have an enormous amount of money and resources. But it's going to be hard to sell this tour to a young, uh, the next generation, which is what they, they would need to do. It's hard to do that when you can't give that player that you're recruiting out of college, let's say, an avenue to play the Masters or the U.S. Open or the, some of the bigger events. And if you can't do that, I don't know how they, it's sustainable. And again, this has nothing to do with money. I mean, they can clearly pay them more money than they could ever imagine. But where this is going to be the tipping point is if you get a truly special player, let's say a Tiger Woods or a Rory, a truly special player that knows that, okay, my legacy is based on what I do in those four biggest events in the Ryder Cup, and you don't give them an avenue that they could possibly exercise that, I don't know how that's sustainable. Mm, yeah. yeah, and so with that 14-event schedule um, and also the idea of, um, you know, having to play some of those international events uh, to keep up it, on the Asian tour to keep up their their uh, world ranking points. Um, these guys aren't playing less golf. It looks like they might have to play more. Yeah, I mean, there's some inconsistencies there. I think we can all admit it. We, and we don't know how that's going to land. There was a bunch of back and forth this week on Twitter about exactly what the players will be expected to play next year. I, and again, this goes back to contracts. And nothing is more boring from a content entertainment standpoint than sitting here talking about contracts. But uh, – I would imagine that if they, they're not playing more than they're playing just as much. And so the arguments or the justifications that we've heard about, yeah, I want to play less. I want to spend more time with my family. Well, if it's just going to, if it's going to be just as much and you're going to have to add more international travel, that one's kind of tough to wrap my mind around. And I guess the other one that got me, and this kind of goes to the heart of how we're just having to talk around all of these things is the idea. And this was Paul Casey who said he loved the team aspect of the golf and he's not the only one. There's been plenty of other players but I'm struck by the idea that you love this concept so much, and yet in, well, by doing this, you walk away from the most important team event in golf, which is the Ryder yeah. Cup. Mm, so yeah. there is a disconnect there as well. Wow. Yeah, really well said. Well, Rex, we appreciate your insights as always. Great work on Golf Channel. We'll continue following there on GolfChannel.com. And uh, have a great weekend, bud. Appreciate it. See you guys. Yep, we'll see you. Thanks, Rex Brad. Hogger joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. More to the show next. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. Think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go Rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. 
we honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com, a new championship golf course designed by Tom Weiskopf. There's going to be a resort center hotel with uh, restaurants, spa, clubhouse, all mixed in there, plus residential villages, water parks, hiking and biking trails, pickleball. This place is going to be unbelievable, and you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com. Uh, I was intrigued, Bob, at a story I saw on pjtour.com this week about Ricky Fowler switching back to his trusty putter that Ooh. he says was once reserved for Tiger Woods. It's an old Scotty Cameron that he's been using. And uh, I guess uh, he's had quite the run of putters that he's gone through, uh, several of them that were mallets and uh, uh, by Cobra and TaylorMade. And then he also had a Cobra uh, blade-style putter. And now he's mm-hmm. gone back to this Scotty that he's used on and off for the last eight years or so. And there's a picture of it in 2014 of it all shiny and brand new. And now one in 2022, eight years later, that's got a little wear. Um, but uh, it's, you know, it, it's funny. He said in there, uh, this is this is him, right? This is Ricky mm-hmm. Fowler. He's a, this is one of the best players in the world. And he says, it, uh, talking about the previous putters, ah, it just ran its course and uh, ready to go back to the old trusty, he told Golf Works uh, on Wednesday. I mean, I've kind of done it through my whole career where I'll have something for a bit and then I'll go back to something different and change it up. She might have needed a little time out, but hopefully she's going to heat up, unquote. I, there like, you go. I just... I just love this whole put her on the bench concept of like <laughs> like this. I mean, how many times have you said your putter needs a little time out? So I was actually on the fence this week of bringing back my old gamer. Really? Because I put my old gamer away because she hadn't done anything wrong either. She, I don't, but I just was going off of what Ricky said there. Mm-hmm. Is, I don't know okay. if there's, I mean, look pronouns these days anyway. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so, so I, I put the gamer away, went with the new putter and I actually been putting really quite good with it. But I had a bad week where I just felt like I was just off. And I'm like, you know what? One more of these, I'm going back to the old one. And then I mm-hmm. went out and putted lights out with it. And I'm like, okay, I guess not. She heard you, didn't she? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just think it's funny. I'm another. Just don't change the grip on her. <laughs> it's risky. I've been told. It's risky. It's very risky. Uh, one of the other things that was interesting is I had a round this week where I bogeyed the last two holes to shoot 71. Now I broke Mm. par. I don't break par often, occasionally, but not often. So I shoot 71, which is one under par. I like that should be good. I told my wife, if I had birdied the last two holes to shoot 71, I would have been elated, but I bogeyed the last two holes to shoot 71 and I was ticked. (laughs) This is a crazy game. It is a crazy game. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. You're all listening. You know what I'm talking about. And you know what? The darn tour pros, they go through the same kinds of things, right? 
I mean, yeah. Tony Fino, look what he's doing. All of a sudden, the putter is off the charts. He's loving it. That's all he needed. He actually didn't. Tony doesn't need an off the charts putter. He just needs a good putter. Just a good one. Because he strikes the ball so freaking good that he is yeah. contending with a terrible putter most weeks. So when the putter is even decent, well, we saw what happened last week. Well, and we saw what happened in the first round. So in the first round, he hit 13 of 14 fairways, 18 of 18 greens, Ooh. and he had 30 putts. And 30 putts is not a good putting round. It's not a great putting round. But because he hit some of the par fives in two, that's why he had two putts um, on those holes. But he shoots 64 in the first round. That's the number shoots eight under par. Yeah. And a lot of that is attributed to his ball striking and how he can hit the ball close to the hole. By the way, it's the first time Tony's ever hit all 18 greens in a round in his career. I think he's played 700, almost 730 rounds. Yeah. So that, which that surprised me a little bit. Yes. I mean, when I go out there and I think most golfers, we try to hit every green that we're facing, right? Uh That's the goal. Hit the green. I'm just a little surprised that Tony, as good as he is, I, I wonder. I, I'd have to look it up. I'm on the spot. I didn't do this. I wonder how often it happens on tour. Yeah. How often do guys hit all 18 greens? Well, we saw what? How many? Maybe three or four guys at the Open Championship hit all 18 greens. I'm going to throw that one out there. Those greens are the size of three or four greens, or they are eight Pebble Beach greens in one yes. green. Yeah. So I, I'm going to throw that out there. But outside of St Andrews, the old course, lover. But that's that's a little bit of an outlier. I'd still take 18, 18 greens in regulation there. Well, I think you'd take it anywhere, but I don't know yeah. that that's the barometer, right? So <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I think that all, when we go out to tee off every week, we expect that we're going to hit 14 fairways and 18 greens. But mm. if the best players in the world aren't doing that, we really can't beat ourselves up about it. No. No. Anyway, all right, there's just something to think about. Uh, by the way, Taylor Pendrith, who is uh, contending also this week, uh, who's tied with, who was tied with Tony after the first round and uh, having a good second round. Um, he's, uh, he's one of the 25 coming off the Corn Ferry Tour that didn't win. He's got a couple of PGA Tour can- Canadian wins, but uh, you know, he's, he's, off to a, he's off to a pretty good start and, and, and despite having to take some time off to rehab. Yeah, he was uh, injured a little bit earlier in the year, but you know, here's a guy that's played, what, 17 events on the PGA Tour this year? And um, let me see, he's made his best finish, excuse me, is tied for fifth um, at uh, in Bermuda, tied for 11th at the Barracuda, and uh, tied for 13th at the Barbasol. Um, he's had one top 10, as I said. He's ranked 104th in the FedEx Cup, but he's already made $1.1 million mm. going into this week. All right. So he's playing good. His yeah. career low on the PGA Tour is 61, so this guy can play. That's pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, shoot. You start getting a taste of it. He had the the 36 and 54-hole lead there in Bermuda and ended up tying for fifth. So he's got a taste of it before, so don't be surprised if he comes yep. out and has a little better finish this time around. All right, Bob, let's look at this week. is also important because we have two weeks left this week and next week before we head into the FedEx Cup playoffs. So that brings Correct. the bubble discussion in because, of course, if you can make it inside the top 125, you have accomplished something for next year. Set yourself up as well as uh, qualified to participate in the three tournament playoff series, which there used to be four. Now there's just three. So you go from 125 to 70. Is it 70 or 75? I think it's 70. 70. And then 70. 30. Then 30. Right? So yep. there's just those two. Yep. So you got to make it through 
I mean, that's a long ways to go, especially over the top of that bubble. But let's take a look real quick at the 2022 FedEx Cup season standings. And, of course, Scotty Scheffler is leading the way uh, through 22 events. He has nine top tens. That's pretty dang good. Cameron Smith, Sam Burns, Xander Schauffele, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cowley, JT, Matsuyama, Will Zalatoris, and Matt Fitzpatrick round out your top ten. So there is a bonus pool for making it inside the top test. Do you get the Comcast Business Tour Top 10 bonus? So that is something to shoot for. By the way, Max Homa, he's 11th. Jordan Spieth, 12th. Just out to Cameron Young, who's playing yep. well this week. Just outside that top 10. But where it really starts to count, Bob, is when you start looking at the top 30, yeah. 70, and 125. Yeah, so Sunjay M is at number 14. Uh, then you've got John Rahm at number 15. Tom Hogue at number 16. Tony Finau moved up to number 17. He was like he was 29th or 30th yeah. um, before his win. Billy Horschel at 18, Victor Hovland at 19, Taylor Gooch at 20, which because, by virtue of him going to the LIV tour, he's going to be bounced out of that, and, and, and it's going to funnel up more. Joaquin Neiman at 21, JT Poston 22, Morikawa 23. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. we got to skip the 30 okay. here. 30 is our bubble. we got to get right to the bubble 30's here. the bubble. Yeah, so yep. 30 is the bubble to get into the Tour Championship. That's where Keegan Bradley sits. That's correct. But by virtue of Gooch going out, he's at 29, and Sepp Straka is at number 31. Okay, so the guys that are fighting for that spot right in there, Kev Kisner, J.J. Spawn, Aaron Wise, Corey Connor, Mito Pereira, yep. who, of course, yes. burst onto the scene of the PGA Championship. Sayeth Thagala even sitting there at number 38 uh, as a rookie. Pretty cool stuff there. All yep. right, so we jump down to now number 70 if we scroll down, and mm-hmm. that's where Matt Wolf sits at currently number 70. But like you said, there'll be some shuffling. So uh, taking a look at the players right around there on that top 70 and what guys need to do. Yeah, so you've got uh, you've got Troy Merritt at number 66, which is nice to see him up yeah. there um, well into the top 70 already. Brendan Todd at 67, Trey Mullinex 68, and Gary Woodland at 69, as you said, Matthew Wolf at 70. Bo Hostler, um, Chad Ramey, and Anurban Lahiri at 71, 72, and 73. And those guys are going to have to play well this week and next week to be able to make uh, a little bit more of a move up into the top 70. All right, so 125, Webb Simpson is currently right there. But again, there will be some shuffling up, uh, which I think is Rex was telling us there's eight spots in total inside the top 125. So you would essentially see Webb Simpson sitting at 117. Uh, and so yep. we can go up eight spots from 125, which takes us to 133, which would kind of put Ricky Fowler, S- Ricky Fowler, Stephen Yeager, right in that in that yep. mix here. Yeah. yeah, and Stephen Yeager sitting right on the bubble right now, so he's going to have to play well um, over the next couple of weeks to make that 125, which assures him his card. That's the important thing. 125 assures you card for the the next competing year. Yeah, and it's getting Ricky's Ricky's grinded. I mean, we're talking 19 events this year. And just one top ten finish. So yeah. you know, Ricky's, and you know, he's he's playing this week, um, and uh, I know he's been str- searching and kind of grinding, you know, throughout the year. But there's a lot of guys that are outside that. And I remember, don't you know, one twenty five to one is it one seventy five jumps into the the playoffs, yes. the the final series with the yes. web.com, right? Or that's the correct. Corn Ferry. Yep, that's correct. Right, and so, then that series allows those players to. Um, to play for those additional 25 spots other than the 25 that they've given away on 
the web doc or the corn fairy tour. So a lot to play for these next couple of weeks. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. Wrap up hour number one next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob right here on Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Hi, right, welcome back. I mentioned Ricky Fowler playing this week at Rocket Mortgage, and uh, he missed the cut. Uh, so... Again, when you start looking at guys on the bubble, that's that's a tough one. Uh, Ricky's going to have to play good in order to continue the opportunity to make it into next year. It's been a struggle for Ricky, uh, as mentioned. But Tony Finau continues to play well, coming off of his third win on the PGA Tour, and he's got himself right back there in the mix again this week at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Detroit Golf Club 
is a yeah. good one. I know the caddy has talked a lot about Detroit Golf Club and how impressed he was when he went out there to do the books, and he's going to join us coming up in the back nine. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi departed Taiwan on Wednesday after a whirlwind two-day trip that included a meeting with Taiwan's president and vows to preserve democracy in Taiwan in the face of Chinese threats. America's determination to preserve democracy here in Taiwan and around the world remains ironclad. An unreported abduction of a 12-year-old girl found walking in the road near Dadeville, Alabama, leads to the discovery of two bodies in a house and an arrest. 37-year-old Jose Pascual Reyes could face capital murder charges as the investigation is just underway. Australian farmers near Dalgetty, New South Wales, found space debris scattered across their fields last month. An astrophysicist who examined the junk now believes it was a piece from the SpaceX Dragon aircraft used during the Crew-1 mission in 2020. USA Radio News. Mike Cappell here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. Patriot Software has saved our business by allowing me to focus on other aspects of the business rather than spending so much time on multiple platforms to do the things entailed on running a business. I found Patriot by complete accident, and I don't regret it. It is continuing to save our company, and I'm extremely excited to see what else it entails. Easy to learn, easy to use, small business software tailored just for you. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. High-speed solar winds from a hole in the sun's atmosphere are set to hit Earth's magnetic field today, triggering a minor G1 geomagnetic storm. It has the potential to cause minor fluctuations in power grids, impact some satellite functions, including those for mobile devices and GPS systems. As food banks are once again saving lives during this recession, one such location was forced to close its doors in New Jersey. The Angels Community Outreach Food Pantry in Pittman, New Jersey, has temporarily closed down after running out of food for the first time since opening. The organization's director, Alyssa Darrow, tells Fox News that it's tough when everything costs more. People that are working, they just don't have enough money at the end of the month to put extra food on the table. The Consumer Price Index reports grocery prices marked a new 40-year high in June by rising over 10% since last year. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. The buy one, get one free special going on now at MyPillow. MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, the roll and go, go anywhere MyPillows, and a six-piece towel sets on special. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at MyPillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. Payments and Lending Club is reporting... America's economic state is worse than most think. According to the report, 61% of Americans, that's about 157 million adults, 
lived paycheck to paycheck as of June. That's up from 58% who reported living paycheck to paycheck in May and up from 55% a year ago. Senator Rick Scott, the Republican from Florida, told Newsmax last night, China has decided to be the United States' enemy as they violate human rights and attempted to demolish democracies around the world. I just got back, as you know, from Taiwan. Uh, I believe that Nancy Pelosi is doing the right thing. I hope more elected leaders will go over and meet with the military, meet with the elected leaders, meet with the president. That's what I have the opportunity to do. And let, and let, them, let them know. But what's the most important thing is get over there, tell them that we're going to support their democracy, tell them that we're going to support them uh, with our, you know, help them with their, you know, getting ready from a military standpoint. So I think that was the most important thing for me to do. I was probably the last elected official to go over there. Uh, when I was over there, Communist China ran sorties and complained about me being over there. Their ambassador complained that I was over there. Uh, the Chinese mil- or the Taiwanese military had to escort the Chinese planes out of Taiwan airspace. But no, I, su- I support uh, Nancy Pelosi going. I support elected leaders going. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it, you, you, send, you send a message when you go over there in person. My name is Lance Pry, and we are USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, welcome in. It's hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks very much for joining us. Rex Hogger joined us in hour number one. If you missed that, go to our website, realgolfradio.com, or Twitter handle, at RealGolf, or search for us wherever podcasts are found. Still to come here on the back nine, welcome in America's favorite caddy. Got to talk to him about Detroit Golf Club. Also his thoughts on the Live Tour. PJ Tour playoffs coming up. Looking back at the four majors, we've got a lot to cover. Bubble Watch is on. Not Bubba Watch. Bubba's gone. <laughs> bubble. That's Bubble. That's Bubble to you. Bubble yep. Watch is on as we have one week remaining before the FedEx Cup playoffs. And, of course, getting into that number, top 20, 125, that uh, secures your job for next year. Plus, you get a little bonus money in the FedEx Cup. If you can make it inside the top 70, you're going to play two events, which is nice. And then if you can make it inside the top 30, you'll find yourself at East Lake in the Tour Championship. And as you like to say, Bob, that opens up everything for you for the following season. Yeah, you get all the majors, um, you get all the invitationals, and you can pick and choose where you want to play at the best venues 
and uh, in the best events. So, so, so that's something really that, cool. That's something that Rory talked about early on in the commentary around live is that he didn't want to have to play where they told him he had to play. He liked the idea that he could set his schedule. And I think that's yeah. gotten overlooked real quickly. So apparently setting your own schedule only matters if you're not getting paid like 10 X what you normally would get paid. So if you get paid 10 times more than what you're getting paid now, or 50 times more than you're getting paid now, you're willing to let them set your schedule. Yeah. You're willing to let them direct where you play and don't play. So there you go. That's where everybody has their price. Uh, they're playing this week at the Rocket Mortgage Classic Detroit Golf Club. You, uh, we'll talk to the caddy about that coming up. Uh, Tony Finau continuing, gets a little momentum. What was it, a final round? What did he shoot at the Open? Final round 64? 66? What was that, the final at round? At the last event, at the 67. Old, at the old course. Oh, at the old course, 66. 66. Then he comes back and he wins the following week. Then opens up with 64 this week mm-hmm. and is continuing to pour it on. So uh, I, you might say the guy's got a little mo in of his direction. We're happy for our guy, Tony Fino, uh, good friend, good golfer, good person, and uh, wishing him the best. We'll get into it all next right here on Go Golf Radio. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. This is your captain speaking. You better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I noticed my passport was due to expire, so I went to Staples. I got a passport photo in 10 minutes, so we're good to go. Now at Staples, purchase a travel service and get 20% off the rest of your purchase. Get travel ready at Staples, your one-stop travel prep destination. Hey, let me tell you about another time that Staples saved my caboose. That all started N731, in-store only. Excludes Instacart orders, certain products, services, and technology. See staplesconnect.com slash services slash travel for details. With our newest unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This bourbon has a smoky flavor that'll go great with your grilling. Nice! Wow, and look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium or air. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Love what you find, only at Total Wine and More. Pickup and delivery available at TotalWine.com. Drink responsibly, B21. Wendy's nose cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day, and all night. 
until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's Hot and Crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Hot and Crispy Fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob, it's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about this new golf course community featuring a Tom Weisskopf championship design course. There's 19 holes. The famous, uh, his famous buy hole will be there, uh, which is a cool little par three over some water right behind Resort Center Hotel with their infinity pools and the water around the hole. Uh, it's going to be lit up at night. There's also a 36-hole putting course there that'll be lit up at night in what they're calling the yard, which is uh, going to be a cool place to hang out, play, enjoy, uh, just some fun around the game of golf in this unique community down in Ivan's, Santa Clara, uh, Utah, right outside St. George. Uh, go to blackdesertresort.com for all of the details. And again, appreciate you joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So let me tell you a little something about, uh, Bob, we talked about this in hour number one. When you look at a guy uh, named Taylor Pendrith, uh, uh-huh. Taylor Pendrith opened with a 64 in round number one this week. This is a guy that is trying to win for the first time. He's a rookie coming off of the Corn Ferry Tour, and he is held his first first round lead or co-lead for the first time. He and Tony Fino were tied after the first right. round, and uh, he's got uh, already a top ten, but. You know, he's tied for 13 at the Players' Championship before he had to take some time off for a fractured rib. He's had two top 20 finishes in his two starts since returning. And so it's a guy that, again, never really heard of before. Did you say he's won a little over a million dollars, though? Yeah, about 1.1. About okay. Yep. So he's won a little over a million bucks. He's a rookie on the PGA Tour. No one's really heard of him. And he has the opportunity to go out this week, have a tournament, win over a million dollars, so double his, his earnings, which put him mm-hmm. well over $2 million for the year. And, and that is the, that's exactly the point of why I love the PGA Tour and the, the idea, the concept, the fundamental root of professional golf as we know it today versus what Liv is doing. The guaranteed money, the limited field, essentially eliminates the Taylor Pendrith story. Or the Scotty Scheffler story. I was just going to go there. The name that you all know and love now was was Taylor Pendrith a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the Corn Ferry Tour. Then he ended up being the Corn Ferry Tour Player of the Year. Gets onto the PGA Tour. Is the Rookie of the Year on the PGA Tour. Kind of cuts his tee. Still doesn't win. Finally gets in the winning mode. This year on the PGA Tour, wins four times, gets his first major championship at the Masters. Now he's the number one player in the world. So a guy can a guy can put forth the hard work and work as hard as he wants, and he can become one of the elite players in the game by virtue of, as Tiger would say, digging it out of the dirt. I love those comments, by the way. Digging it out of the dirt. Digging it out of the dirt. 
some people have been accused on the PGA Tour over the years of, you know, growing up with that silver spoon in your mouth, that full country club, all the privileges mm-hmm. that you could ever want versus, you know, that's why they used to have the, the pub links, right? Um, but anymore, the golf courses are so good and the opportunities are plenty. But, you know, most of the time, these are stories about not who your dad was or who, you know, you, where, where you grew up, but how you dug it out of the dirt. You know, I yeah. feel like there's a lot more Lee Trevino stories, and, and I don't mean to take anything away from Lee Trevino because his story is pretty amazing, right? Where yeah. he What he started with and where he ended up, for, for sure. So I don't mean to minimize that. But I think there's a lot more of that digging it out of the dirt stuff that happens but just because the game itself is more popular today than it ever has been at any other point in time in history. Yeah, well, you know, you talk about Lee Trevino, you talk about all these guys that have the opportunity to play and and uh, they have that competitive nature in them to want to work hard at it. You know, I, I think of my dad. My dad was an only child, basically. Um, growing up in San Diego, he used to caddy at San Diego Country Club. And, um, you know, he, you know, he made not a lot of money um, caddying uh, at that time. And, uh, and he just continued to work at it play the game he got one lesson in his career early on that changed his grip from a full finger 10 finger grip to a uh, an overlapping grip prior to that point you know the best score he had ever shot was 69 once he went to the overlapping grip and hit some balls with it the worst score that next week he shot was 69 mm, um and then um, you know he goes in he gets a golf scholarship to um Notre Dame Decides he doesn't like the cold weather, goes back to San Diego and enlists in the Navy um, and becomes a golf teacher to all the brass in the Navy and played on the Navy golf team. The, the military teams, um, the military had golf teams at that point in time and then gets his break and gets out on tour and off he goes. And he wins, what, 51 times on the PGA Tour and three major championships and and, uh, you know. Uh, a few years, um, the number one leading money winner, um, and, uh, and a hall of fame career. And that's what you talk about with starting out and putting forth what the hard work to get to where you want to be. And that's just another story in golf. There you go. I love that. Bob just ripped off the Billy Casper story in about four minutes. That was pretty cool. And, you know, he was putting at night uh, yep. when the course was closed with a with lighting a match over the hole. I mean, that's that's pretty special. Now, I will say, as I heard what you said there, with a 10-finger grip, he was shooting 69. He shot 69. That's the best score he ever shot with a 10-finger grip. And so then he changes his grip, and the worst score he shot was 69 that next in week. In the next week. Right. Yeah. Point is, is... Some guys just have some natural talent. Come on, Bob. I know he well, dug it. When he was in high school, this is the thing about it, is when he was in high school, he would play golf on Mondays and Wednesdays, and he played baseball on the on the high school golf team on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and he was a switch hitter. Really? Yes. Wow. Didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Kind of cool. Huh. But he loved to compete. He used to. He used, to, he used to tee off from San Diego Country Club and play down the street all the way down to 3rd Avenue, which is like two miles away. Well, out, just down the road? He was playing? Yeah, he was, yeah they'd, play, they'd, they'd have like a foursome play, and they'd compete and wager. 
what, where were, what was their goal? Where were they trying to get the ball to? They were, they were trying to get it into this bar that was down in the middle of <laughs> Third Avenue. To see how many strokes it would take to get the ball yeah. down there? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be wagering the whole way, just like they wagered putting at night on the 14th green at San Diego Country Club where they'd light the match over the hole. There were no street lights or traffic lights or anything like that to give them, but they'd light the match over the hole and, uh, and they'd putt to it. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that story is not all that different than Tony Finau's story. No. I mean, growing up in the Rose Park area of Salt Lake City and his dad put up a, what, a mattress in the garage? Mattress. Yep. So they could hit balls into the mattress? Yep. Without putting holes through their garage. Yeah. And then that golf course at Rose Park that he grew up on. I mean, you know, now you see him out there. By the way, I've just been watching him, and he just seems in real good control of his golf ball. I mean, every time you look up at the TV, he's standing in the middle of the fairway. Yep. He's hitting greens. And then those stats from the first round, Bob, just go through those again for Tony. So his stats from the first round, 13 of 14 fairways hit, 18 of 18 greens, and 30 putts. And... Um, he had a couple of par fives that he hit in two, two or three of them. And, uh, you know, he shoots 64. So when you hit all 18 greens, 30 putts is pretty freaking good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially you're going to have a lot of looks. And when you have a lot of looks, you're not going to make all of them, but when you have a lot of looks, you're going to get yours, your share. Did you see from T to green last week at the 3M? He gained 16 strokes on the field, T to green. 16. <laughs> well, and how about, how about where he's at with his game in final round scoring? He's like in the top six or seven on tour in final round scoring. That's clutch. Right That's clutch. He's like 67.5 or something like that in final round scoring. Wow. Unbelievable. I love it that he's on a good good run, and I love the yep. way his family was there to support him. It was really cool last week, and hopefully we'll get a twofer. Why not? Keep it rolling, T. Yeah. Uh, let's see another one here in Detroit. We'll take a short break. When we come back, America's favorite caddy stops by. Can't wait to visit with him next right here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. 
If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call EasyKnock now and get the cash you need out of your home. EasyKnock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you in part by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. And right now it's time for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, how are you, man? I'm in America, the greatest country in the world, where... People, 95% of people in America, I heard this stat, I'm going to assume it's true, live better, have better access to food, more healthy food, medicine, all kinds of things than the wealthiest man in the United States did back in the 1800s. Mm. Not that statement, if that's a true statement. That's an amazing thing, isn't it? Pretty impressive. I, I believe that. I think we're in a very, despite the economy right now, or with all the advancements in technology, we have a lot of amazing things at our fingertips that we just sort of take for granted every day. But yeah, we do. We do. I mean, think about just. Uh, I heard Warren Buffett. He had a good line. He said, "Hey, he said when I was a, a child, Novocaine did not even exist, and that alone proves that things are way better. Because <laughs> when you go to, right? I mean, come on." Babylon. Uh, mm. Okay. I can just take it the little the little creek off the river, can I? I can get us lost in the woods. <laughs> That's what I do. So Caddy, I brought this up to Bob in hour number one. I shot I shot seventy one this week with and I bogeyed the I bogeyed the last two holes to shoot seventy one and I was ticked and I told my wife had I birdied the last two holes to shoot seventy one, I'd have been elated. How crazy is this silly game? Oh, I'm going to bring up that 
that 59 that the guy shot a Nike tour ages ago when he had a putt for 57, he three putted and shot 59. And I said, that's all you need to know about how damaging golf is mentally. You shoot 59 and you're walking off the course and you don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, Why do we do that? <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny game. All right. Well, this week, uh, we, let's just get into some live talk. And then I want to talk about some of the majors. Uh, how, however, I, I fear that live will dominate the conversation, but they're having their event this week. At Trump Bedminster, and you know Trump was there, Barkley was there, a lot of guys playing in this pro am, and then they got underway. I don't know, I haven't watched any of it. I mean, I guess you could search for it on YouTube or something. But uh, well, what what did you make? I, I thought it was interesting. Sports Center did a really nice. I don't know if you saw. It. Did you see the Sports Center uh, outside the lines they did with Jeremy Shap? I did not. Yeah, it's really worth the watch, but uh, there was kind of a feature on the protests that were going on by the families of 9-11 victims. And, uh, mm. you know, here they are in New Jersey, and they just couldn't believe that this right kind of an event yeah, would be allowed to happen here in the backyards of the people that were, that were killed and continue to die every day from the fallout of being there at Ground Zero. So it was really actually pretty humbling uh, to watch that. But, um, man, uh, it was quite a spectacle. Barkley... Interestingly enough, Barkley has decided not to broadcast with Liv, but he was seriously considering that, and he's staying with TNT. Thank goodness. Yeah, it could have been a great bargaining move on his part just by kind of throwing it out there that they'd have to pay him tons of money and that maybe making TNT sit back and think, wow, he's he's part of this incredible show that everybody loves. Maybe we need to, to do something. You know, so who knows what's going to happen, but... I'm happy to see Barkley stay, stay in the you know, with the NBA. I mean that that show's so entertaining. Mm, it's great. Yeah. I mean, wow, how many good outtakes are are there from that show? Yeah, so. it's awesome. Okay, Caddy, I'm I'm going to throw out a name for you. Okay. You were talking about the guy that shot 59, but should have shot 58 or 57. Yeah. Doug Dunnicky. Doug Dunnicky. That's that him, is, huh? And I did he win the tournament? Uh, I do not know that. He shot twenty seven thirty two, and he three putted the final hole from twenty five feet for bogey to finish. That's right. And he finished tied for second. There you go. <clears throat> okay, but the other remember. question is: you're talking about leverage with. Hmm. Uh, so, do you think uh, the guy that? was supposed to be the Ryder Cup captain. Henrik Stenson. Henrik Stenson used that as a little leverage? I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I mean, he certainly, uh, I think if Stenson wasn't the Ryder Cup captain, we wouldn't see him playing on the live. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, it, it wouldn't have been a $40 million buy-in. That doesn't mean, mean that he used it for leverage, but it was leverage. It was an incentive. So whatever that means, um, I, I don't know. I mean, it certainly it certainly increased his value. Yeah. So uh, Rex, Hoggard, Rex Hoggard of the Golf Channel was on in hour number one, and he, he wrote that on golfchannel.com that uh, he felt like maybe that was used for leverage because he supposedly turned down Liv earlier and decided to commit to the Ryder Cup captaincy and then went on to 
of course, join live and feel like maybe he used that for a little bit of leverage. But um, anyway, uh, nevertheless, uh, the, these new players are out there. They're playing this week. And 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 the interesting thing now is we got we got the bubble uh, with the FedEx Cup. And some of these players that are on that list, they're going to get paid where they are. They're not going to have the ability to move forward, but everybody else gets bumped up. So it's going to benefit at least eight guys, uh, as I understand it, that are inside the top 125 that get moved up. So 133 is now 125. It's going to help a few people out. That's for sure. It's uh, it's definitely a little bit of a, a bonus for those eight guys uh, all of a sudden to get their job back next year yeah so yeah that 125 yeah it's that's a big deal you get there and you got your job back but get up there and the deal. get up there at the tour championship and you got the majors and everything you possibly want to play yeah it's, it's a it's an exciting time of the year a lot of stuff gets determined and there's a lot of heartbreaks and yeah hey look it's pure it's uh it's pure performance based. It's, it's, it's as pure and objective as it gets. You perform, you're in, you don't, you're out. There are no $123,000 last place checks. <laughs> there is no free lunch. So that's where the caddy stands. And that, that by the way, is, is of all the things that stands out most to me. I like the fact that golf and I've said this to everybody that's asked me, doesn't matter what your resume is, how many majors you've won. If you play two bad rounds of golf that week, you're going home without a check. If and conversely, if no one's ever heard of you and you play four great rounds, you can change your life. I love that about golf. It's, it's what's unique about the game versus all the other major sports, in my opinion, except for maybe tennis. Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely think about a competition coming down to the last few holes when your career's on the line or you do or you don't. This is on Friday afternoon, just trying to get to the weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, versus a competition where it doesn't matter if you shoot 95. Well, you got to think it's, uh, it's going to have an effect on how hardened you are as a competitor as time goes along, how well you can handle pressures. Um, the more you, you, know, you, you get under pressure enough, you become a diamond or you don't. Right. If you're never under pressure, you can't become a diamond. So, I think I think the guys. That that's one of the takeaways for me is is will. If you're not competing against good players with things on the line, it's just different. It's ask anybody who's teed it up at a pro am on a Wednesday at a tour event as a 14 handicapper, ask them if there's any difference between that and playing in the afternoon by yourself on your home course. Of course there is because there's, there's stuff on the line, right? It makes all the difference in the world. So let me just ask you this fundamental question that gets brought up to me a lot. Do you think that a player that makes that gets his PGA tour card, if he gets into an event, should he get paid something just for qualifying or being there at the event? Uh, like $20,000 or $50,000, should you get something just for making it in the event? I think there's a very good argument for that. The U.S. Open does that, I'm pretty sure. They All the pay majors you a All the majors yeah, if you There's a stipend if you, like, make, if you get in the event. Yeah, it, it, it covers your, your expenses, basically, I think, is the idea. 
saying, well, look, here, here's an argument for it. So if you're out there Monday through Friday and there are fans, you're playing in the pro-am, there's fans coming out to watch you play in practice round or watch you play Thursday or Friday. You're part of generating the revenue that exists through this golf tournament. So why shouldn't you get some kind of compensation for being a part of it? Right. I mean, you're, you're a player in it period. So there's a good argument for that. Um, it's just traditional in golf for whatever reason. That's not how it's worked forever. Um, be glad we're not back in the days when the guys were driving around in the 40s and 50s and Ben Hogan and Sneed and those guys chasing it. And you not only had to make the cut, but you had to finish in the money, which was what, top 16 or top 24 to get a check at all. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, it's, yeah. Do they still? Uh, imagine, yeah. Do so. they still have to pay an entry fee? I know they used to have to pay an entry fee. It's nominal. I don't believe there's an entry fee yeah. on the PGA. Yeah. I don't believe there is. Yeah. I did, but there was for a long time. Yeah. Because yeah. the story so, goes that Tiger, like in 96, right, had to borrow 200 bucks from Butch Harmon or something to check in when he went to his first event because he didn't, didn't have any cash on him or whatever the deal was. I don't remember. But it seemed like there was some sort of story about that that is comical now when you look back on it. I think the better one is the one when I was in the tournament office and he walks in. This was on Tuesday, maybe. And uh, he walks in and real, real polite and kind of shy almost says to the, to the person there, uh, is, is it possible I could get a couple extra tickets this week for my pilots? <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, I looked at him and I said, sounds like somebody's turning pro. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Caddy. Yeah, um, not- so this week, this week they're playing the Rocket Mortgage. Um, Brian had mentioned, and I think we talked about it before. They're playing that that uh, course in Detroit. Um, what you you love that course? What what were your thoughts about it, and and uh, why so much? Well, this course, just as a total aside, that has nothing to do with me loving it. It, there's an interesting thing about this course. This is the flattest golf course on the PGA Tour. Mm. The flattest course on the tour. Anyway, going beyond that. So it's tree-lined. I'm always I'm, I'm a fan of a couple different types of courses. I love links. Uh, I love tree-lined courses. That's kind of what I grew I'm, I'm a Maryland guy. I grew up in Rolling Hills tree-lined courses with creeks and things like that. So I'm kind of, that's just golf to me is golf to me is kind of the U S open and in, uh, in New York, right. In the summer, that's wing foot. That's, that's what golf is to me when I first think about it, because I grew up that way and around that stuff. So this course is like that. It's, um, it's got these big old oak trees around it and they, but they kind of cut the branches up so you can play shots. It's easy to hit it in the trees. It's got some tight holes, but uh, you can play shots from around them and bend the ball and stuff. And that's kind of cool. Um, it's got pretty interesting green complexes. It's one of those courses you kind of look at it and say, how are they shooting so low on this course? It just doesn't seem like it's that easy to me, but again, we know the reason why, right? There's moisture on it. It's that simple. You, you, you keep the greens soft enough and these guys are going to take anything down. It's just what they do. And these guys are good. 
Right? They are. Yeah. How about our boy Tony getting a, a win last week? That was pretty sweet. That was, and uh, there was a lot of things happen at that golf course, Twin Cities. I mean, you you do not turn off the TV ever until it's over there because you can have a four-shot swing on the 18th hole in the blink of an eye. It's, uh, it's just like that, and we had it again. He played a tremendous back nine, though, considering how windy it was. Made all those threes. I mean, he had a great run. Um, interesting bank shot off the bleacher <laughs> on 17. I have to call Urbanic and say, did you say, you know, did Tony say I like six? And you go, you know what? I like five off the bleacher. Let's do that. <laughs> I was only sort of joking because there's been times when guys have hit it with a backstop, right? I mean, they used to do that on the 18th hole at Mission Hills in the LPGA tournament. Remember the yeah. dinosaur? They had yeah. this big kind of wall up there for the grandstand and, and they'd all just fly it into the, into the wall. And, but Hey, he got the, he almost got a Vandeveld bounce on that one. But boy, that was lucky. He did acknowledge that, that he got a good bounce. Well, got good breaks at the end. That's for sure. Full flaps as McCord would say mm. that didn't look like it was not going to go in the water. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, golf, it's just weird. Isn't it strange how you come down the, the stretch of a tournament and things happen to you good or bad that just never happened the entire rest of the year, but they visit you. Um, you know, it's just, it's just bizarre how that stuff happens to guys. It's, it's just, it's almost like there's this good force and there's this evil force in golf and they get to pick a few shots on a, on a few guys on the last nine holes and just mess with them or help them out. It's, it's just part of what drives you crazy in this game. Golf course trolls. Exactly. <sighs> Good stuff. Well, Caddy, we appreciate you joining us, man. Always fun to chat a little golf with you, and we'll look forward to watching the rest of this Rocket Mortgage Classic this weekend. And uh, one more event, and then we're into the playoffs. So uh, we'll look forward to doing a little playoff preview with you next week, huh? Playoff. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. More of the show next. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... 
Oh, that's bomb. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the -the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks again to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Callaway and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Better for the best, better for everyone. Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft XLS. If you haven't tried it, what are you waiting for? Check it out at Callaway Golf. Dot com. Uh, it's been an interesting show. A lot of live talk. Uh, there's a lot of uh, moving pieces. They're playing, of course, in New Jersey. Uh, again, I highly recommend looking at the Outside the Line Sports Center uh, feature that Jeremy Shap did around the live and uh, the families of the 9-11 victims. It was, it was uh, touching and, and a, a good reminder. And uh, I think a lot of the reasons why people are having a hard time with supporting this live tour as to where how it's being funded uh, and that type of thing. So anyway, check that out. Uh, we'll see as it continues to unfold and develop. But in the meantime, PGA Tour playing the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Detroit Golf Club, and uh, there are some FedEx Cup points on the line. Players are definitely trying to get inside the top 125, top 70, top 30, which will get them into the Tour Championship. And it was announced by the PGA Tour, as expected, that... Those players who went to live and are suspended, they will maintain their position on the FedEx Cup list, but they are unable to improve their position. And those players that, and so essentially the players above them will all slide down to fill those spots. So essentially, if you're number 133, you're effectively number 125, and you're going to get in because those players that are suspended. However, those players like, I guess Taylor Gooch will be the biggest example. I think he's 20th. So when mm-hmm. it's all said and done, he'll probably slide outside the top 50, but he'll get paid as if he finished wherever that spot is. And I think that is probably the legally binding thing to do because they earned those yep. FedEx Cup points while they were Absolutely. on the tour. So, yeah. 
that's it's it's the fair thing to do before it before they left. Yeah. So. Yep. For sure. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on. So this is interesting, Bob, and we've been teasing it, but we haven't really gotten into it. As we find ourselves nearing the end of the season, one event left, and then playoffs are looming. Looking back at the major championship season, last week we recapped the 150th Open. Cam Smith, the winner. Uh, Rory put on a heck of a performance, just came up short. Cam Young also with that eagle on the last hole was pretty darn impressive. And so a lot of good storylines coming out of this. But it's always interesting at the beginning of the year, you sit back and you go, hmm, I wonder who are going to be the four majors winners coming into a year. Uh, I, I don't think that we would have done a very good job of picking them. So I'll just say back in our 2022 season preview show on January 8th, right. here's the storylines I've written down. Number one, the biggest storyline will be around when Tiger will be back. Now that ended up playing out. Yes. That was certainly and that was, was the, and that was the Masters. And then there was the world number one carousel, and then, and we have Rom, JT, Morikawa, DJ, and then I wrote maybe a return from Rory, Spieth, or Brooks. Brooks never materialized. In fact, no. we had a departure from Brooks, but Rory and Spieth did make somewhat of a return. In yes. fact, Morikawa of all those DJ a little bit, but not much. D- Morikawa was probably the one of all those players that struggled the most this year. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. Um, He struggled with his game. Uh, Surprised he didn't win this year. Um, And that he really didn't make make it on the scene as far as the major championships were concerned. And that was the most, I think, frustrating from what he said at the old course for him was that he just hadn't been there, hadn't put himself in contention. There he was at the old course as the defending champ, and he'd been kind of irrelevant all year. And and you could tell that had gotten to him. And then he had a a frustrating uh, finish or, or, or tournament there at the old course as well. So let's begin with Augusta. Matsuyama was defending. Uh, there was a lot of talk going into into that uh, about, of course, Tiger making a return and and all those sorts of things. But at the end of the day, Scotty Scheffler would go on to win by three shots over Rory McIlroy, who, again, shot, what, 64? Yeah, I believe. 64 in the final round, started the day at one over par and shot seven, shot eight under. Yeah. To get to seven under par and, and backdoor second. Now, it was pretty awesome. Morikawa... And McElroy were in that group together, and they both hold bunker shots on the 72nd yeah, hole. That, really cool. that was pretty awesome. Yep, that was really fun to watch, and, and the guys were kind of rooting for each other when they made them and everything. It was, it was pretty neat. Cam Smith was a big part of that story. He started the day uh, at six under. He was in second place, three behind Scotty Scheffler, and unfortunately for him, shot one over par. Well, he did, um, but the cool thing was is Scotty Scheffler started the round at nine under par, um, going uh, it, it, to the final 18 holes. Cam Smith started at six, and he birdied the first and the second hole to get within one shot of the lead when he was, um, when he was what, three shots back going in the final round. And then um, from that point on, he really didn't do anything to put any more pressure on Scheffler. 
Will Zalatoris was right there as well. Uh, he started out two over par, so set, uh, well, 11 shots behind the leader. Shot five under par, got to three mm-hmm. under par there and tied with Corey Connors in that group at three under par. So uh, that's kind of how it went. You had Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry, Cam Smith, Morikawa, Zalatoris, Connors, JT uh, checking in there as well. Um, and... Uh, he what what was that a tie for eighth I guess yeah uh, there yeah. so he gets a top ten finish at the Masters and uh, Scotty Scheffler in the middle of his heater would become the Masters champion it was a pretty cool tournament yeah it was really cool and you know you talked about Zalatoris being right there um, at three under par Will Zalatoris has played the Masters twice and he's had two top tens one second place finish and one um, tied for what fifth. Yeah. Fourth. Yeah. Tied for like fourth. That. Yeah. So. so John Rahm tied for 27th and his final round 69 was his only round under par for the week. I thought that was a little surprising. He was definitely one that we were looking at. Tony Finau is always a guy you look at at the Masters. He shot an opening round 71. That was his best score for the yeah. week. So a couple of surprises there. Tiger Woods gutted it out. He, he gave us a little hope with an opening round 71 and then he went 74 and then to make the cut and then 78 78 on the weekend. He would finish. 47th and uh but hey finished a few shots ahead of some of the other guys who had uh made the cut that weekend so that was the masters i thought it was a good masters it was great to be back uh it was great to have fans back and all that all right so we fast forward now to the pga championship in may and tulsa oklahoma there at southern hills justin thomas would tie the biggest comeback in pga championship history to overtake um, Mito Pereira and Will Zalatoris. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was which was pretty dang impressive. And then Willie Z in a playoff. Yep. Yeah, he beat Willie Z in a playoff three-hole aggregate and uh, ended up winning that one. It was really cool. Uh, and then Cameron Young burst on the scene in major championships. Um, we saw him finish second at the Open Championship, which we'll talk about in a second, but he finished tied for third in the PGA championship. All right, let's go on then to the U S open. This was one that was, uh, was pretty special. It was going back to the country club. We hadn't seen this since what Curtis strange. Was he the last one to win there? Yes. And as far as U S open goes. And so there was a lot of things that we wondered, uh, was this going to be the one Rory break breaks out on, you know, how, how was, you know, how was that all going to go down? And it ended up being Matt Fitzpatrick there at the end. There were so many players that kept bouncing in and out. Scotty Scheffler was there. Zalatoris in that final group. Matsuyama made a little bit of a run. You know, Morikawa poked his nose in there a little with a, with a uh, final round 66. And then Rory was in there as well. Uh, this was, the U.S. Open was, was really exciting. And even coming down to that final hole. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was a golf course that didn't have a lot of length to it. And it still kept the modern game players under check. So when you see Fitzpatrick, I mean, you had to be thinking there for a minute when when he's hit that ball into the bunker off the tee, you had to be thinking, man, it's wide open. Zalatoris, you know, this is his opportunity. And then he hits that shot out of that bunker. How are you going to remember that shot, Bob? Well, uh, you know, um, that he kind of almost had to aim a little bit left like at the left edge of the green with the pin way over the right. And he hit that kind of squeezy fade out of the bunker to miss that, that little uh, tongue that stuck down in the bunker that was in front of him and, uh, and hit it in there beautifully right next to the hole. And then also Will Zalatoris hitting the putt on the final hole to tie him. 
um, and it just rolls right over the left edge. That was uh, a heartbreaker. I, I thought the finish was amazing. Yeah, it's exactly what he called it, a squeezy fade. I like that. Yeah, Matt yeah. Fitzpatrick bursts onto the scene. Not somebody that we would have picked to win a major championship. And then, of course, it was Cam Smith that would hoist the Claret Jug at the old course at the 150th Open Championship. So that's a look back at the four major championships. Can't wait for next year's majors. We'll save that for another time to preview it because the FedEx Cup playoffs are just around the corner. Short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. 
Thanks again to Rex Hoggard for joining us in hour number one. Also America's favorite caddy for stopping by here on the back nine. Uh, appreciate to all of you for tuning in as well. Just a reminder, you can hit us up on our webpage at realgolf, uh, realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolfer. You can search for us wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Uh, wishing our guy Tony Finau best of luck again this week. Coming off a win last week for our producer Dave Glauser, Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and I've been knocking out all bums for about 32-plus years now on the radio. But if you're not part of the Ring Talk family, I implore you to join us every Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on Sports Byline. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.